0: Two, three, four. Hey. Hey. Welcome to Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble Down Center, a podcast where we throw focus on our company, our people, our art, and our town, front and down center. Wow, it's cold out there. Snag your cup of cocoa, snuggle up by the fire, or not if you're driving or walking or whatever you do while listening to podcasts while Abigail Leffler and I warm you up. You met her two episodes ago. She's our education director, but Abby wears many hats and for some reason, multiple pairs of pants. Today, we are speaking with her as the facilitator and mastermind behind BTE's improv group. Hello, Abby. Hello, Amy. So tell me about all of these pairs of pants.
1: Well, as you mentioned, it is the winter months and it's really cold outside. So I like to make sure I am super warm and those gams of mine stay toasty. Also, it gives me an awesome hourglass figure.
0: I love the use of the word gams. <laughs> You're welcome. All right.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about what improv is? Absolutely. Improv is short for improvisation. And essentially what it means is it's a performance style where you kind of make up things as you go along. You get suggestions from the audience for ideas or content and you play improv games. And around those games, you make up all of the, the, uh, blah, <laughs> you so thinking on
0: the spot is really important it's, it's really important go, go, go back and go, I am go back tenuously
1: close to being kicked out you can totally keep this in if you want <laughs> maybe i
0: don't know we'll see
1: improv is short for improvisation and essentially uh for lack of better terms it means that you make things up as you go along it's a performance style where you get no script no costumes no props no nothing. And you get ideas from the audience and you take those ideas and run with them and make up scenes and games. And hopefully you'll get some laughs as you go. Yeah. That sounds like it could be really fun. It's a ton of fun. It also sounds like it could be really stressful. It's super scary, <laughs> but that's, I think it's a lot like, you know, how there's like thrill seekers yeah. and stuff. I think this is thrill seeking for the uh, tame of heart. You know what I mean? Like it's safe. You're not going to be bungee jumping or jumping out of an airplane. You're just making things up on the fly and it's safe. You're not going to splat onto the ground doing that. You're just going to maybe accidentally say something, you know, not that smart. And that's okay because you get another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance. So you get hundreds of do-overs.
0: Hundreds of (laughs) do-overs. Only hundreds though. Oh, okay. So once
1: you're into the thousands, it's over. Yeah. You're running out of do-overs, Amy Byrne. Oh, oh no. (laughs)
0: Yeah, full disclosure, I am part of our improv group, and I'm going to be honest with you, I do it for the love of Abigail Leffler, not for the love of improv. <laughs> I'll take it, because improv puts me out of my comfort zone yeah. as, an, as a performer, which is good for me. Mm-hmm. It is growing my skill set and, you know, stretching my, my... Your acting muscles? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. It was like, <laughs> my lens stretching my... I couldn't... That metaphor fell flat on its face. I saved it. I picked it up for you. You did. Thank you. You're welcome. That's another
1: thing about improv performers. They always have your back. They do. That's actually what we say before a show starts. In theater, you say break a leg. In dance, you say mared. But in improv, this is something that I I learned when I first started. You say, got your back. Got
0: your back. I love that. Yeah, it's super sweet. That is kind of lovely. So how did you get started in Improv.
1: Well, I started in North Carolina. I spent 10 years down there teaching theater and doing theater and all that stuff. And when I did a show called Sweeney Todd, I was in it with a bunch of friends that were unbeknownst to me in an improv group. And when Sweeney Todd closed, they came up to me and was like, hey, do you want to be in this group? It was just like I'm joining a gang or something. And I was like, sure, why not? It gives me an opportunity to perform regularly. It paid. It gave me a chance to like rehearse and and work with my peers on a regular basis, which I didn't always have a chance to do down in North Carolina. So I took them up on their offer and I never looked back. I had never done improv before. And the fact that I jumped into it and fell in love with it so quickly was very surprising to me. But that's how I got started. And now you are the
0: face and mastermind of BTE Improv. Yes, unfortunately, I am. (laughs) I wouldn't say unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll see. But it's, yeah, I'm kind of proud of our little group that we started. Our first show was March 13th of 2020. Which was my birthday. Which was your birthday. And unfortunately, the day before everything shut down for the pandemic. Not related to my birthday. Nor the improv show. I promise, I promise, I promise. So how did you bring improv
0: to Bloomsburg? Cause as
1: far as I know, this is the only improv group in the area. It's the only improv group in the area that I know of as well. So if anybody gives us a call and goes, ahem, him, him, you're stepping on our toes.
0: <laughs> I apologize now. And then we will have a West Side Story style battle, yeah. an improv battle. Yes. Oh, nearby improv groups find us. Let's have an <laughs> improv battle. Improv
1: battle. It's like a rap battle, but for geeks. <laughs> so how did I get started with it in Bloomsburg? Well, it's a simple story. I moved back up here in 2019 and I started the education director job, but I saw that there was no improv group here and I really missed doing it. I really, really loved doing it. And so I saw the demographic of people that it could interest in this town. And there's a really big demographic of people that like this place to. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start the group. And BTE jumped on board and, and supported me. And through both of our collaborations, we've got the group and we have a following of people who come to shows regularly. And that's pretty great. That is pretty great. I really love how... We've been
0: able to sort of watch our audience kind of grow as we go through. And we have
1: regulars. We do. We do. Thank goodness. Uh, Some of them are quite lovely. And without them, our shows would not be the same. I'm going to mention Lori McCants, who is pretty amazing. She is one of the great audience laughers of an era. And I'm so thankful for whenever
0: she's in the audience. She's an amazing audience member, no matter what kind of show you're doing, especially comedy, because she's so vocal and you can recognize her laugh. And you're like, oh, I know I've got an ally in
1: that audience. Yes. She is here for us. Yes. You so need, especially in comedies, even if it's like scripted comedies or improv, you need somebody who is unafraid to laugh. They are almost the cheerleader for the other audience members to be like, it's okay. You're allowed to laugh out loud. You, you know, have some fun, let loose. Yeah. So they're it's invaluable. Hard.
0: As somebody who is not a natural out loud laugher, mm-hmm. I very much recognize how important that is to oh, yeah, the process. For sure. For sure. Like, I will think things are hilarious, and I'll realize, like, I'm just like in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm, that's funny. <laughs> and it
1: doesn't come out. Oh, I am a big out loud laugher. I used to not be. I yeah. used to be made fun of for my laugh. Uh, it's a witch cackle, but oh, I. Oh, I have never heard your laugh and thought witch cackle. Oh, uh, well, maybe it was just a jerk in sixth grade. <laughs> Or maybe I just like witch cackles. Maybe you just have an affinity for witch cackles. Yeah, those are my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But as I got older, I stopped caring about what other people think. And nothing makes me happier than to laugh, which is like a duh comment. But like. It's, it's a really big, important thing in my life.
0: No, and, I don't think that's a duh comment. I think that's an important thing to remind ourselves of. Yeah.
1: It's important to laugh and it's important to laugh freely. And it just, it releases that serotonin and all those happy chemicals. And it's just lovely. And that's why I love it so much. I love to laugh every day. Oh, you gave me goosebumps. Oh, yay. Yeah. I love that. Do you have a favorite improv story? I do. So this comes back to North Carolina. What happened was we were doing a show at a bar and we were playing a game called Weekend at Bernie's. And what that game is, is it's a four-person game and you play a four-person scene and then the audience votes for people to be killed off. Now those people still have to be involved in the scene. They just have to play dead. And the other actors have to do their bits with their body parts and stuff like that as you go along. Weekend at Bernie's is a very apt title. You play the scene four times, and by the fourth time, there's only one person standing, whose job it is to move everybody else's limbs so that they're involved in the in the scene and all that stuff. So you're we doing that game, and uh, my friend George, who is like six five, a very large man, the kindest person you'll ever meet. He was the one left standing final, uh, no, second to the last stand final. And he split his pants open. Oh, no. <laughs> Just his pants, thank goodness. But he split his pants he open. He was wearing and- underwear? Yes, he was wearing okay. underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important fact. But the only reason why I know he was wearing underwear was because when he, when it was his turn to die, because he got voted, he fell right in front of my face. So he, it was like butt to face, and and I saw that his pants were indeed torn, and he is a boxer man. And you were closer to his nether regions than you had ever been before. <laughs> that I cared to be as well, yes. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I don't love that for you, but I love that story. It makes it's a good story, so I'm okay with living through that to have a good story in my back pocket. Love it. I love it. That's great.
0: Um, Is there anything important about BTE's improv group that you would like to share with our audiences?
1: Sure. I mean, we're always looking for new regulars. So if you want to join us and have fun and laugh in the audience with us, come on down to BTE and watch our shows and have a lot of fun. They're always two weeks before our main stages go up. So always look to around that time frame. And also if you're worried that like improv might not be for you i promise you improv is like the every man of Performance styles,
0: yeah. I feel like sometimes improv gets a little bit of a bad rap in the performance
1: community. It does, and I'm not sure why. Like I was one of those people too, yeah. And until I joined an improv group, and I I don't know why it gets a bad rap. I think
0: really in depth, long form improv is why improv gets a bad
1: rap. Maybe it's too it's too niche almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's I like get that. oh,
0: it like it feels very California, like. <laughs> Come out to my improv show,
1: man! Yeah, we're not going to tell you it's long form, so you actually show up. <laughs> <laughs> ours is not long form improv. No, ours is not. We do short form improv, which means you do you do short episodic almost games. So, and and long form improv. For anybody who does not know, we're being a little niche. We not are defined. being a little. Oh, we've got our pinkies out. We we've do. both grown handlebar mustaches. <laughs> we have, and I'm wearing a monocle, but. Uh, for anybody who does not know, long form is essentially you show up and it's an hour and a half long story that is improv'd through like a formula that is. It's hard. There's different formulas that you can perform in, and so it's essentially an hour and a half show, like a like a play would be, but it's improv'd. Sometimes it can be a little out there, or it's not funny. It takes a serious tone, and there's value in those performance styles. Is just it's less everyman, more niche.
0: Yeah, exactly. And ours are short so you know if one game is like not to your liking or it's mm-hmm. not going well and or it's falling flat the great thing is is that we're going to shift in mm-hmm. a few minutes and there's going to be something new. Yes. I'm glad you said that cuz
1: that's why I think it is like an every man kind of performance. Yeah. There's going to be something that you're going to really enjoy and you're going to take home and be like, "You know what? That was hilarious. I'm going to remember that." You're going to giggle about it. And like I said earlier, Release those serotonin chemicals. Yes. Man. And
0: I have to say, as a performer, I don't think I could do long perm long perm. I don't think I could do long form improv. I need to be able to switch to something because if I'm having an unsuccessful game, yes. like the ability to just move past that and jump into the next one is essential to me. Otherwise, I will snowball and it will all become cataclysmic and the world will fall down around me.
1: I totally empathize with that. And I think that's what the real value is of short form improv. Yeah. And one of the great things too, thinking about, like, if a
0: scene is not going the way we want it to go. I always find in those moments, like if I think I'm not interesting or not funny or I'm trying too hard to be funny, which as an improver is uh, bad. Yes. You don't want to try to be funny. No. Being able to take in the other members on our team and be like, you know what? Like, they are having the funniest game of their life right now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I think it's a comfort sometimes that even if like you feel like you were the person who made the scene fall flat. You know that the next game, there might be somebody who's really on their game and they're going to save whatever happened, you know, because it's unavoidable. Every single improv performer is going to fall flat sometime. You can't like we only have so much brain power. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's unfair to think that we're not going to. I'm going to say fall flat again because that's the only way. Fall flat. Fall flat. But that's the whole reason behind got your back, you know, like, yeah, it's you got to rely on your fellow performers. And there's going to be more people behind you who are on their game and they're going to save the day. Mm -hmm. And you're like, whew, thank God. So and so's here. Yes, And being able to trust in
0: that safety net allows you to make bigger, bolder choices, Mm -hmm. which are always more interesting. There's nothing worse than watching somebody try to safely do anything comedic.
1: Yes. Like safety is not funny. No, 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 no. That unexpected surprise and what's going to come next is so essential. I love a good surprise laugh. That is my favorite. I do too. I do too. Uh, Could we do a quick shout out to our current members? Sure. Of course. Now I'm going to count them off by my fingers because I'm I'm worried I'm going to forget somebody. There is me. There is Amy Renee Byrne. There is Michaela Troczynski. There is Renee Thawis, Johanna Gelbs, Abby Golden, Crystal Kamunsis, Kyle Bauer, Rory Gauhan, and Violet Race. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> those
0: are some names. I know. I love and it. And there's
1: some performers. They're all amazing in their oh, own yes. right. And I'm so thankful for
0: them. Yes. Every single one of those people has had me uncontrollably laughing at some point. Oh
1: my <laughs> And we're all so weird in all of these amazing ways. Uh, In different ways. That's the beautiful thing. We all have our, we're going to use this word again, we all have our niche. And to be able to accept that and run with it is a beautiful thing. And I'm so thankful that we have such an eclectic kind of human topography. Ooh, I love that. Thank you. Human topography. (laughs) What do you think your niche is? I have no idea. Like I think I do a lot of characters and I think sometimes the characters are my niche. The self-deprecation is a big one for me. Yeah. But I really have no idea. I like I can identify everybody else's, but mine. What's mine? What's mine? Um you should I
0: theorize what mine is first? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. I think that I am a reliable constant. I think I don't usually have the out there ideas or thoughts, Mm -hmm. but that I'm always going to be physical as much as I can be and I'm going to try to go for it as much as I can. But it like I'm not going to be your Rory's that pulls something like completely out of the blue. Yeah, like
1: (laughs) super bizarre and weird. Like, how did your brain even go there? And and I've accepted that and I'm good with it. You also have an innocent candor behind yours. Yeah. You have just this like where you can predict somebody's going to go out there like Rory, like you have this unexpected candor that you're like, ah, of course, that's what you should say. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's that's what I always find when I watch you. So that's the only thing I would add. Everything else I would say is spot on.
0: I love that. Okay. Uh, we do have just a few minutes left and I would love to try. Okay. An improv game. So I want to try to take. A game that we use for warm-ups called Mind Meld. And I want to try to morph it into a podcast improv game. (laughs) Okay. We'll see if this works. I have no idea if it's going to work. So for our listeners, Mind Meld, we get together in a circle and we like to try to get on the same wavelength, get our energy synced up in the room. And so two people will think of a word, any random two people standing in the circle. They'll put up their hands. We'll count to three. They'll say the word together. And then we will, as a group, try to get to the same word. So, like, say Abby and I said the first word together, and then two different people can put up their hands, and then two different people and two different people until we get the same word. Does it's that like,
1: make sense? It's word association, but with people speaking simultaneously in hopes that they'll all word associate to the same word. Yes. This was a terrible explanation no, on my you part. you totally
0: had it. It's good. It's good. Okay. So, but there's only two of us, so So, it's going to be harder. It's going to so be harder. Okay. All right. Do you have a word, Abby? Yes. Okay. One, two, three. Burrito. Oh. Okay. One, two, three.
1: Taco.
0: Come on. We're so close. (laughs) taco and beans okay one two three mexican, mexican.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we did it we in did three. three unprecedented it's unprecedented i'm that's not a gonna touch one. that no the- we're not gonna touch it we're gonna take that as the win and we're not gonna play the game again because Ever. it'll be a million a million a million things yes <laughs> and that's one of the great
0: things about mind meld sometimes like as a group Instant, yes, and then sometimes forty-seven rounds later, we're like, we're never gonna get it. We've nope. got dandelion and <laughs> Like There,
1: and I, I think that's the funnest, right? Like, oh yeah, it's the funnest because you get so frustrated with yourselves. But like, it's a completely acceptable thing. Of course, you're not gonna have like the same brains, right? Not all the time, at least. But it's it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, love it. That was great. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Oh, well, I'll hold you to it. <laughs> Abby just starts bursting into all podcast recording <laughs> like the <Kool-Aid> sessions. man. <laughs> yeah. This has been Bloomsburg Theater Ensemble Down Center. Ensemble-driven, professional theater, arts education, rural Pennsylvania, for everyone, with everyone. We would like to thank the foundation of the Chamber of Commerce for the use of equipment that makes recording this podcast possible. A Christmas story is in full swing. Don't be for g Get your tickets today. Oh, that's that's bad. That's lovely. Check out our website, www.bte.org, for show information and to purchase tickets. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That way you can get the most up to date information about what's happening at BTE.
1: Okay, Ooh, ow! You've got six minutes.